uh, opportunity for corporations to brag about how great they are and uh, sort of capitalize on trending ideas with philanthropy and, uh, you know, uh, community giving. Uh, yes, of course, obviously. And that's, again, not necessarily a bad thing. And that's really what I want to get across is that there actually is a lot of opportunity and a lot of benefit to a corporation uh, bragging about the ways that it gives back to society because we actually need corporations to do that. I mean, in a lot of, in a lot of ways, it would be better off if corporations just naturally recognize their role as being good community neighbors and engaging the public. Um, and we talked about this in you know the um, uh, the uh, social corporate responsibility episode. But again, uh, they don't necessarily grasp that on their own. And by putting social pressure on them, not just by their uh, you know competition doing it. But by the public responding to it and demanding it, that raises more money, that has a bigger impact, uh, encourages more volunteering, encourages more social giving, encourages more philanthropy. Therefore, it's a good thing. Uh, and indeed, um, it does turn uh, giving into a public display and it can um, uh, encourage the kind of um, viral marketing for giving but again, that's probably a good thing. Evidence suggests that the more that you publicize charity, the more charity benefits. So for instance, by promoting the fact that you do, you do to give to charity, um, you, you can encourage your friends. You can put peer pressure on them to donate. And that's, you know, we, more money to the nonprofit sector is a good thing. That's self-explanatory, is it not? Uh, but you know what? Maybe you disagree. Maybe you think I'm off my rocker on this one. And if that's the case, you know what you should do? You should email us at sectorpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tweet us at uh, sectorpodcast, or you can tweet me at Ethan Clow. And of course, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash sectorpodcast. So feel free to go there and uh, post your displeasure or uh, criticisms. I'm happy to actually receive them because, again, uh, open debate is a good thing. and I'm happy to engage on that. And I'd love to hear your point of view. Maybe um, you work with a nonprofit. Um, if you have a different take, uh, that'd be great to hear it. And, uh, you know, I'm open to the idea that I could be dead wrong on this. It wouldn't be the first time, but it is rare. Uh, I'm a little bit self-centered that way. That's okay. It's my show. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, anyway, um, this has been episode 30 of The Sector. Uh, 30 is a big milestone, according to some people, according to me. And so therefore, uh, congratulations to me and also you listeners for listening and supporting The Sector. Uh, we will be back, of course, next week, uh, Fridays at 8 a.m. And of course, if you're listening via podcast, well, uh, whenever or wherever you need it, we will be there. Just a bit of a note. Um, last week, there was a bit of a delay in posting the podcast sort of like the week before, actually. Um, that was due to some technical issues. Uh, you may notice on the website at sectorpodcast.wordpress.com, there's a little note just saying, uh, skip ahead a little bit. Uh, for some reason, the podcast captured some of the earlier show, and I couldn't get it to go away, so um, there was some delay in me posting it. This episode, I'm going to try to get up over the weekend, but no promises. Um, as always, I do encourage your... Uh, your uh, downloading of the podcast and uh, subscribing uh, via iTunes or whatever podcast service you use. 
And uh, once again, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week with episode 31 of The Sector. So stay tuned for that, and uh, we will see you all next week. Goodbye. Food Bank. Your access to money during the studies at UBC will most likely be limited, but it is a priority of the AMS Food Bank to ensure your access to food is not. The AMS Food Bank provides emergency food relief seven days a week for all UBC students. To volunteer with the Food Bank or for inquiries about how to take advantage of the services provided, contact them at foodbank at ams.ubc.ca. For more information, find the AMS Food Bank on Facebook or feel free to visit anytime across from the Wellness Center and Sprouts. Up on the roof with Robin and Jake We play tunes and you wake up Up on the roof CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver Up on the roof Good morning. Uh, good morning. It's nice to be here with you indirectly. Whoever's listening. All of you. Thanks Thank for you. Joining us. Thank you for joining us. Yes, yeah. we you know what? It is nice to be here. We made it through the night. And so to celebrate, here's John Lennon. With whatever what gets you through, through the, the night. night.
That was that was a dance workout in this studio. Yeah. Yeah. So we played that song for two reasons. One, because uh, the saxophone solo that was performed by Bobby Keys, who uh, passed away this week. And so um, that was one reason why we played it. And the other reason is it's just a really good jazzercise moment. I just need to catch my breath. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good way to wake up to something so uh, fun and. Yeah, we. I was very tired this morning, so that was good for me. It gets the blood flowing. Mm-hmm. You know. We were talking the other day about um. There's something. Was it in Montreal you were saying? Yes. Where they do like rave mornings. Yeah, rave mornings. Yeah, where it's a sober dance. It's a yoga dance rave that happens in the morning, and it's it celebrates the physical activity of dancing without the kind of uh, rave culture that comes with so many. Yeah, because that Dance was what venues. kind of turned me off the idea of it. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, thinking about like furry leggings and people doing drugs all yeah. over the place and like dark lighting with like flashing lights and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't really appeal to me in the m- mornings or maybe ever. But I think it's more like like we just listened to John Lennon and had a dance party. Yeah, in the that's what yeah. I would like. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. So maybe if anyone's out there in Vancouver and wants. And is like I I'm looking for a mass activity to start in the mornings in Vancouver. Maybe this is the mass activity that you're just waiting to produce. <laughs> well, speaking of mass activities, 
There's that green Christmas tree also that you were talking about. Green Christmas tree, yeah. Okay, let's find the people more information about this throughout the day. But I saw a poster yesterday, and it said green Christmas trees. And I think they're probably around the $35 range. And you get a tree that's in a pot. And then at the end of the Christmas season, you plant it in your yard or in a pot or something. Or if you get a native tree, like a tree that's native to BC, then you there's a planting party. Yeah, which is really cool. In January, which could be really fun. So options for Christmas trees. We'll find more information for you people. In the meantime, we've got some caribou queued up for you. This is I Can't Live Without You. Can't do without you.
Yeah.
back you're tuned into up on the roof and this is the atr 101.9 fm and we are broadcasting to you live from ubc campus way out in sunny point gray we looked into the um potted christmas trees we were talking about earlier and what did we find well um, apparently it's actually quite popular because i don't think you can even rent them anymore apparently there are two companies in vancouver doing it one is evergrow christmas trees company and one is carbon sink uh, Evergrow was started by two UBC forestry grads, which is interesting. Mm. But they um, are in their first season of business, and they are already sold out. Wow. And Carbon Sink uh, is in its second year of renting trees, but it only had about 15 trees left on Monday, this article says. So So these are... Oh, yeah. So you just rent a potted tree. And yeah. Then, and then do these... Does it say anything about the planting party? Um, I think... It says both companies will deliver the tree to your home and pick it back up after the holidays uh, and then sending the tree to be planted by one of the many tree planting groups in BC. So I don't know about that. Well, let's stay tuned because I think there's even a third company. Interesting. Because I I saw a sticker. um, I live uh, in East Van and I saw a sticker that said something about there's two different days where you can pick up a tree and one of the days you can pick up a tree at Trout Lake Park and then they promised a tree planting party in January. And that does sound fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what music have we heard so far today? Uh, well, we left you guys with Caribou 
uh, I Can't Do Without You. Then we played Always with the song Next of Kin. And after that, we heard from Data Plan, which was featured on last month's Discorder, if anyone picked that up. The song was The Hanging Mirror of Life Skype. And that song, has it's my most recent earworm. It's been stuck in my head for uh, for several days. Yeah, the caribou one is an earworm, too. That yeah. one's so catchy. It's our earworm Christmas show. <laughs> so, speaking of Christmas shows, we went to Talent Time at the Rio last night, and it was the Christmas special. And we have here an album called Colin Cohen and the Elastic Stars. It's true. And Colin is the band leader of, um, of for Talent Time. He's like the leader of the house band. Yeah. Um, and we don't know anything about the record. Um, he, I, there's, what's it called? It's called The Elastic Stairs. No. The band no. name is Colin Cohen and the Elastic Stars, and the album name is just down there in the corner, Jake, Fall Paths. So I, I was wrong on two accounts there, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we we haven't queued it up yet, so first we're going to play a song by... Um, we're gonna play Saturnalia. For off, we're gonna play off of Saturnalia Regalia. Monomyth. Monomyth. Yeah. Monomyth. <laughs> Monomyth. And then, and then we're gonna bring to you Colin Cohen and the Electric Stairs. Elastic Stars. <laughs> Do you want to head over to the turntable and start it? I think that's a better place for me to be. Yeah. So, turntable two. So here is yeah, just it's playing. Yeah. Here's Monomyth. Awesome.
empty my mind. Do I sound like a Back to the program. You're tuned in to CITR 101.9 FM, and you are listening to Up on the, the Roof. <laughs> uh, we just heard we heard a couple of things. We just heard Supermoon, um, and that was from the recent um, from the Mint Records compilation. Yeah, yeah. So um, how are you doing over there? <laughs> my headphones. I was at. Uh, it was a long story. Yeah. It was confusing. I turned the volume really high Ooh. and made a squealing sound. Ah. And then Did you get ear blasted with your headphones? No, it was close though. Good. Yeah. yeah. All good over here now. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know, we're all good over here too. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, yes, we heard from Supermoon. Yes, they played at the Mint Records early Christmas party, uh, which was oh. last. Friday, Friday or Saturday. Saturday, one of the two. Saturday. And, and you, you tabled that show. Yeah, it was uh, really fun. A friend of mine and I uh, tabled the show, and we got a lot of nice free Lush products and Pocky gift bags from Perks. Mint Records. They were Perks. really generous. And I was looking at those Pockies because they're giant Pockies. They're, yeah, you they're know, huge. They're like a foot long Huge pocky box and the pockies themselves are like individually wrapped giant pockies they're giant pockies yeah. yeah um but the it says on the box of the pockies may contain shrimps and that surprised us but it was only on the box of the chocolate pockies strawberry pocky that may not contain shrimps yeah it's it's a little bit disconcerting that any uh sweet like cookie yogurt product would contain shrimp but mm-hmm Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, well, <laughs> something else happened that night. Yes. So after all of the fun and festive music and bands and stuff, we um, headed out, and I grabbed what I thought was my jacket and wore it all the way back to Jake's house. And uh, the next morning, I looked at it, and uh, it wasn't my jacket. And we looked inside the pocket, and there was a cell phone with so many missed calls and a hotel there was a hotel room on yeah, those electronic a, key a key card keys. for a hotel and um we called the cell phone and a guy answered and um he was at the airport about to get on a flight back to winnipeg and so you need a coat when you're going to like last last weekend was really cold but if you're going to winnipeg you really need a coat and a cell phone and a cell phone yeah uh so um, do you want to take it from here? Yeah. So, well, I had the day off. So I was like, okay, this can work. They had about an hour and a half or whatever. And I was rushing off to work. You had to go to work. Yeah. But so I called my friend Yazid um, because I don't have a car. And Yazid is just in town for the weekend or he was at that time. And he has a car. And I was like, okay, like 
I guess I could take a car to go or something, or I could go try and take the Sky Train. I don't know, but I called Yazid and I was like, and um, and Yazid and my other friend Aaron, like they were about to sit down to a beautiful pancake breakfast. Like they had the pancakes baked, they had some bacon, they had the orange juice, the coffee was warm, like everything. They were just about to sit down to this beautiful breakfast, and so I called Aaron and he's like. Hey, you want to come over for some pancakes? And I was like, something's come up. I need to talk to Yazid. And then he hands the phone to Yazid and he's like, oh, okay, like, okay. And then I'm like, Yazid, here's the situation. Long story short is we need to get to the airport in an hour and a half. Do you think that you can do it? And I'm like, you know, if you can't do it, that's fine. I'll find something else. But just if you think you can do it, we need to go right now. And so he's like, okay, Jake, I understand the situation. I will call you back. And so he, he converses with Aaron and they, and they decide. And I don't know that they're about to sit down for breakfast at this point. And then they call back and they say, okay, we will accept. And then we met at a location and I, I walked there with the coat, meet them part way, and then we drove all the way down to the airport. And, and it was close, but we, we met them. And the band, uh, or the, the guy with the coat, was in the band Duotang. And we just heard from Duotang, uh right before we talked about this. That's why we played them. Um, but he was really nice. And he was he kind about didn't, it, yeah. And uh, didn't mind too much that I had accidentally stolen his coat <laughs> and his cell phone. And you got your coat back <laughs> Yeah, I did eventually. Yeah. Mint Records picked it up for me. So. Which is really, really kind. Everyone got their coats back, you know. Everything came up Millhouse that, <laughs> that evening. <laughs> Everything, yeah. We were busting things up for a bit, but we're back. And, and so... So that's the story of how I stole from the band leader of Duotang. Yeah. 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 Well, it was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it sure was. Here is Energy Slime with Bustin' Up. <laughs> In the sky, your eyes up and say goodbye to. 
It's not easy being a private detective in the big city. Crime festering in the streets. Nobody's respecting anybody's property. Oh, life's not easy, but that's me, though. Chase Randall, private detective. Here to, uh, to just to bring security back to the streets and try and find some sort of order in this crazy, mixed-up world that we live in. It feels like we're just pedaling in circles around a park. What? Who is that? Who's come in? 
Good morning, Detective Randall. It's me, the mysterious Scarlet. Oh, Scarlet, what are you doing bursting in here? You know this is my monologue time. Detective, there's been a problem. My bicycle has had its pedals stolen, and everyone on the block has had their bicycle pedals stolen, and I had to buy new pedals, and there was this very strange-looking man on a bicycle who sold them to me, and I... Uh, I was... Uh, I don't even know what to say, Detective. Oh, I've been around this block many times. I know exactly what's happened. There's been a crime committed. A crime committed by the pedaling bicycle pedal peddler. That's right. The pedaling bicycle pedal peddler. Detective, do you mean to tell me there's someone stealing bicycle pedals from around the city and pedaling them around? Yes, that's right. He... He gets around by bicycle, so he pedals. But he's also there to, to sell used goods. He pedals the product. He pedals the product as he's pedaling around. But mm. it doesn't end there, Scarlet. The products that he's pedaling are bicycle pedals. Detective. Layers upon layers upon layers of bicycle pedals. That's right. He is the pedaling bicycle pedal peddler. So we will confront him and we will get back your bicycle Golly, pedal. Detective, thank you for solving this mystery for me. Oh, don't worry, Scarlet. I'm here for that. I am a private detective. Oh yeah, well, welcome back to uh, to the station. That was just another of our the ones that we the the old tapes. Yeah, we that keep we, find. we keep finding these old tapes uh, at CITR. We've archives go back years and years and years. The station's what like eighty years old, maybe. And I I, maybe. I feel like this is a good place to to bring things to an end. <laughs> to <just> say, <laughs> say goodbye. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's what's gonna happen with those detectives though? You know. To say. Hard to say. There have been rumors that they'd be killed off again and again and again. And, and maybe we should kill them off. Well, I mean, we don't control. Right, the we just find we these just tapes. Find them, so yeah, we'll maybe. see. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. We'll see indeed. If you want them, if you have any ideas about how maybe they could be killed off, um, you know, let us know somehow. And or if you, uh, if you only kind of liked that, um that radio drama you're gonna love the show that's coming up next because it's really good yep. and it's called um the screen girls screen girls are up next yeah so uh, stay tuned stay tuned for that and nelly is after that uh with, with the cats, cats pajamas jam. well we're gonna say goodbye for this week um in it's it's been a slice and we're just gonna leave you with uh greg ashley's take on a song by leonard cohen here's paper thin motel thanks for listening I love you, listeners. <laughs>